What's up, y'all? It's me, Gaia. I'm doing the intro this week. Welcome to For the Birds podcast, part of the Misquotes podcasting network. Thank you for listening to our previous episode and for coming back for more with me and my delightful co-host, McKinley. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at For the Birds Podcasting, where you can catch glimpses of things we talk about during the podcast and stay up to date on content. This week, follow the Omaze link in the Instagram bio and donate to Nick Kroll's charity, The Door, in mine or McKinley's name so we can be featured in a Big Mouth episode and in turn get Nick Kroll in this podcast. Thank you, and we hope you enjoy the episode. Listen, sis, this is for the birds. I'm one of your hosts, McKinley. This is me, Gaia. Sorry, I was drinking from my tequila soda. Officially on Twitter now as co-host. Yeah. Which is like the most ridiculous thing. (laughs) Hey, we have to do our part to like promote this podcast. It's a little It's like very subtle marketing before we actually start marketing. It's like getting ready to start marketing. Notice our cheers was a little off. Um, that's because McKinley just cheers me with her, like, thermos. Of tea. Of tea. Um, and I appreciate that because on the way over here I was thinking, like, hanging out with friends can be very dehydrating. Everyone's like, (laughs) (laughs) let's go get coffee, let's go get a drink. And it's like, bitch, let's go get some water. water. (laughs) I was literally at a friend, I was at a Friendsgiving last night. And I'm having stomach issues right now, which I just mm-hmm. told you about. That That's why I'm not drinking. I'm, like, sitting there, like, chugging water. And everyone's like, oh, what are you drinking? And they're like, and then someone just comes up. I was like, is that just vodka? And I was like, no, it's water. Oh, my it's, it's like Jesus Christ. It's like being at a party. It's like, you don't expect me to be just drinking water. Like, no one expects you to have a glass of water in your hand. They always expect it to be, like, just straight booze. Come on, people. <laughs> which, to be fair, what? I get it. I get it. I mean... <laughs> Kind of. <laughs> While I was smoking someone's American spirits outside, you know? Let's make a water restaurant party. Let's make water fashionable. Then. <laughs> make water great again? Yes. Um, What's new, Gaia? Oh, you're just going to ask me? Like, <laughs> was this what you usually do? <laughs> it is what you usually do. You always ask me, and then I like never ask you back. I just insert. <laughs> I, I say, what's new with me, you might ask? <laughs> I'm terrible at that. Um, but what's new with me? A few things. Um, so on my birthday, I didn't have anything planned during the day. So I was like, let's go see a movie. Honey Boy. Yeah. I went and saw Honey Boy, which was like, I don't know why I chose to see that on my birthday because I for sure was just talking myself out of crying the entire time. You have to have a grounding moment, you know? Oh yeah. Another year older, another year wiser. And I went and saw it with Garrett, who was like one of the most grounded people ever. Um, very calm. <laughs> so, yeah. And I think, I don't know, it was a great movie. Give us a synopsis without giving it away. It's pretty much about how it's, it tells the story of like what his life outside of work was like while he was filming Even Stevens. Which is huge. Yeah. I mean, I went and watched Even Stevens after the fact. Were you just sad? You I was just it? like looking at Shia LaBeouf like, wow. What a sad child. Like, I saw sadness in his eyes, and I'm not sure if I made it up 
Or if it's like, I mean, it's legitimately there according I'm watching, to his own words. I'm so. watching even Stevens right now and that makes me sad. But I'm watching mm-hmm. it now because I know I won't be able to watch it after. Because I'm going to go see it soon. Obviously, it's playing at the Mayan, right? Yep, it's playing yeah. at the Mayan. Oh, it's so worth it. Yeah, it was when great. he wrote I want to see it again if you want to go. We can yeah, go we should go again. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, it's a he wrote that while he was in rehab. Yeah, yeah, or and, yeah, oh, rehab I and therapy. Fully know who Lucas Hedges is. I yeah, was being such a brat the last time. I was like, don't know <laughs> who. Not- <laughs> well, he's in Waves too. That other freaking heartbreaking I mean, movie. What else was he in last year? That movie about like being scared straight. Uh, yeah, it's called Everybody Knows. I was heard I'm of this pretty movie. sure I saw that last year on my birthday when I was visiting my friend in LA. I went and saw the movie with Lucas Hedges where he plays a fucking badass, honestly. He like Yeah. Just went through the fucking Okay, this is turning into misquotes. Boy erased. Boy erased. <laughs> it's called Boy Erased. And that I don't know, it's a really tough movie. I watched that on a plane. Oh, I was just bawling my eyes out. Because normally on a plane I'm like in like in sweats, a sweatshirt. With like a neck pillow, drinking probably like three whiskey gingers deep, depending if Ooh. I drank it before the flight or during the flight. I don't know. Usually right there, and I'm just like sitting there, usually like, like chugging one, finishing it on the plane, and then yeah, another please. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I was like bawling my eyes out watching Boy Raced. Yeah, that was also a great movie. Anyway, I watched the. I almost call it the Victoria's Secret fashion show because Gross. it's the Fenty show, which just completely erased Victoria's Secret fashion Real show. Real quick though, like let me interrupt really fast. So <laughs> Victoria's Secret fashion show is obviously over. They've just been like leveraging money. Nobody's buying Victoria's Secret products anymore. Like yeah. mostly like if you're looking for something as expensive, you usually go with Aerie, which is like more inclusive of all types of bodies as well as Fenty, which is inclusive of all types of bodies. Going to my point mm-hmm. of I saw this tweet on Twitter I did not like it because I was like fuck you bitch and but like girls I went to high school with like it I'm just like fuck all of these fucking skinny ass girls too anyway there it was talking about how she was just super pissed about the Victoria fashion show being canceled like she really enjoyed watching it and just because like it's not inclusive of all bodies doesn't mean that it shouldn't be canceled it's like first off bitch it's not canceled because it's not inclusive of all bodies it's honestly not related at all no uh victoria's secret like dug its own grave yeah but rihanna and fenty just saw a fucking opportunity and then booked all of the models yeah (laughs) and then added real model or like real bodies i like to call you know what was so great though so she has the hadids in it nice and yeah they're hot they're gorgeous they were like the stars of the victoria's secret fashion show and like cara delamine uh, but Cara Delevingne's retired, right? Technically, yeah. She's focusing on her acting career. Uh, <laughs> I mean, Cara Delevingne has way more sex appeal than Gigi Hadid, though. Just, like, one of my notes from... Oh, yeah. Like, I almost felt, uh, I don't know, embarrassed watching Gigi Hadid up next to all those, like, very... Uh, empowered sexual females on stage who don't look like Gigi Hadid. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was great. My one criticism of the show is that I fucking hate Big Sean. And I almost wanted to turn it off because Did he was he opening it. Yeah, he opened and his shirt was all undone. Ugh. He said, he rapped a, what's that song, Click? And the, other, the only other song I like is Bounce Back. No, I, I hate him. His flow is <laughs> 
terrible. Oh my god, speaking of people with flows who I have a problem with. Moving on. <laughs> Did you see this Instagram post from Goldlink? No. Oh, the you don't mode? like Goldlink. Okay, no, no, no. Don't say that. Well, Goldlink God, has some bangers. Well, to be fair, so he's just like very talented. Yeah, producer. Yeah, but flashback to when we were doing Pink Matter, Angela and I was pl- were playing a lot of Goldlink because this album just came out in like what 2016, and we were playing or 2017 maybe. I don't know. I started listening to him on Selection, and then I guess he was like part of the Selection oh, label. I fucking forgot about. Selection. I don't know what year that was going on, and I don't know that album. He did put out like an actual album around that. That time. was like 2016 or 2017 or something yeah, like that. And we were sounds right. Yeah, because yeah. and we were playing him a lot, and you were just classic guy being bright. Just like I don't know why you playing Goldlink. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> I really like Goldlink, and he has some great songs that I've, like, made it on my Spotify best of the year playlist because I played them so much. I love that playlist. However, I feel like he's... I've always said this. I'm not just saying this because of what he posted, and you can probably back me up on this. Okay. Whatever. Don't care. I stand by it. Um, I feel like he is... If not inspired by Kanye, maybe inflicted with, like, Kanye syndrome. Yeah. He's, like, one of these producers who's extremely talented, but maybe shouldn't be a vocal artist all the time. It's kind of like if Kate Trinata and Kanye collabed, it would be, like, gold link. Oh, yeah. Like, his style, he has his own style. Yeah. I'm not saying that, but I'm just like, dude, do you have to sing on every (laughs) single one of your tracks? Like, do you have to? Before when he wasn't a singer, too. Uh, so anyway, he posts this long-ass fucking post about Mac Miller, and it is the most sideways, shady-ass fucking remembrance post. I screenshotted it just in case he, like, got some sense and deleted this post, but of course he didn't. Um, Which is very Kanye of him also. <laughs> I don't, I don't want to read it all to you, but... Just read your favorite line. I mean, it's... All pretty terrible, but I had the idea of reading it to you in his flow. <laughs> I don't think it'll translate very well. No, but you should try it for sure. Go ahead. I want to hear it. No, I, I want to hear it. I can do it now because it's long as fuck. And First paragraph, go. Okay, now you have pressure. The pressure are deeper. I'm going to put like a gold link track behind this when I edit this. <laughs> Oh no, the pressure. Okay, so this is me making fun of Goldlink. Ready, go. I'd be lying if I said I was surprised to hear that you died on us, not because you were necessarily troubled, but because you were, you were troubled. <laughs> I can't fucking do it. <laughs> that was uh, embarrassing. It was not, <laughs> it was not good. <laughs> But neither, is, but neither is gold. Like, no, I'm definitely putting that in there. Neither. I mean, I could have spent like a, a few more seconds on that, but that's my impression of his flow. He doesn't have one, and I'm mad at him for saying something so fucking disrespectful about Mac Miller. This is the most disrespectful line. Dot, 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 dot. Remember, this is a remembrance post. That's where our problem started. Divine Feminine was an actual blueprint of and after we didn't talk. And after that, we didn't talk. Your single was called Dang featuring Anderson Pack, which he's saying is like copying him because Goldlink first had a single unique featuring Anderson Pack. Pack? Pack. Jury's out. Like a pack of cigars. <laughs> Jury's out. <laughs> 
how are you gonna put that? Like, how are you gonna be like, oh, I remember you, and like we're bros, but also I fucking hate you because yeah, you stole you... my single and my and my. Even though Mac Miller had much better flow than Gold Link, and I'm not necessarily a Mac Miller <sighs> Mac Miller Mac Miller fan. <laughs> like, I won't Mac. go. I'll listen to Dang for sure, but I won't go out of my way to listen to Mac Miller. You should listen to the Divine Feminine because I used to give Garrett so much shit for listening to Mac Miller. Yeah, but he's just like a great person and it comes through i just really like the only thing i like about gold link is the the bpms i guess I, we throw in there oh yeah no i can pull a, up songs i love of gold Link yeah. probably more than i like of mac miller but now i'm just like the fuck is wrong with you dude yeah yeah he like <sighs> kanye syndrome <laughs> you're editing all this out right yeah yeah not the gold link thing but yeah mm. <laughs> definitely not <laughs> this conversation yeah <laughs> What's new with you, McKinley? Uh, not a lot. As I said, I have some freaking stomach issues, so I haven't been able to eat anything fun. I love spicy food. Can't have fucking any spicy food. I like drinking whiskey. Can't have any whiskey. I'm just living a really sheltered lifestyle right now. So I've had a lot of time to do a puzzle. and It's looking great. It's looking great. It's a 1,008 piece puzzle. Mm-hmm. And it's called Cats at Work, and I got it from my friend Emily. Shout out Emily. She listens to this podcast. That's what we should rename our podcast. Cats at Work! Oh my god! <laughs> Damn it! God, that would have been good. Well, we might. You know, who knows? We're not... It's only episode six. I don't know. <laughs> Rebrand. One day. Anyway... I love doing puzzles, but I don't do them as often as I should. And I was following, I followed this lady called Marissa Ross on Instagram, and she's uh, a wine writer. So I started following her a while ago because I was a beverage manager at one point, and she does like these random, as she's writing her review, she's drinking the bottle of wine, and she always just drinks it out of the bottle. And I'm just like, feel inspired. I'm like, yes, yeah. bitch. That's, that's what we're about. But she does puzzles, and she has like these five minute long stories about like how she starts puzzles. She has like a sifter for puzzle dust to get all the puzzle dust out of like fresh puzzles. She has a puzzling board that has like edges on it and has drawers for organizing colors and like like pieces Ooh. and things like that. This I like. The sifter is beyond me, but you know. But the puzzling board and yeah. she has like a puzzling table and a chair and like I goals. She's also <laughs> sponsored by Article, so like I'm like fucking blessed. Like if I was sponsored by Article, I'd just be like, hey Article, I need like a puzzling board and a chair. Holy shit. I want to be a furniture influencer so badly. Yeah. Anyway, what's new is my puzzling habits right now cuz normally I'm a fan. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to leave that puzzle out for Thanksgiving tomorrow because I'm not going to finish by Are time you though? tomorrow. I'm not going to finish by tomorrow. Do you trust us to finish it? Yeah. 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 Okay. I mean, it's hard. Puzzle pieces <laughs> go together. I don't expect you guys to be monsters and try to force. Oh, no. No forcing. I'm just saying, like, clumsiness. Oh, if I trust my cats around not to lose any pieces, mm. then. Great. I mean, do I trust my cats? No. I just wanted to make sure we were on the same page, <laughs> like, what the expectations were for this puzzle. About the puzzle. Anyway, who's doing it for you? Okay. Are we done with what's new? I think so. All right. Who's doing it for you this week? Okay, so I went to a Nuggets game this week. Jealous, first off. Because they're crushed. crushing it. They're yeah. doing so well. They're just behind the Lakers. Really? Yeah. I really only like pay attention behind. to the Nuggets because they're my babies. Like, I yeah. felt like 
proud mom watching that game. Yeah. Um, you're like, you're finally doing it! Oh my, not even finally doing it. It's like, you're still doing it. Yeah. Because playoffs last year were... Oh, I just meant like from insane. like four years ago even when we were still garbage, like not doing good. Oh yeah, it's like sure. It's like three years ago was like th- rebuilding. Our coach, and our then, new coach. Yeah, and then last year, and the way we drafted was just insane. Anyway, continue. Uh, Sports. I don't know. So I was just watching the game and obviously Millsap, great player. Yeah. Awesome. Gary Harris, great player. Gary Harris. Super great. <laughs> uh, Jokic is... Obviously not very cute, At but all. just the way he interacts with his team, the way he commands attention on the fucking court. He's a leader. Ooh. <laughs> he could kind of get it. <laughs> Bubs I was like, no. I really <laughs> hope the, the Bubs meow makes it, because she just... She was like, ew. <laughs> Mason Plumley though. Obviously Plumley. Mason Plumley used to come into Hedge Row. I think I told you this like a while ago when we were yeah. talking about because remember you were trying to like who should we set you up with? You're like, you could probably get a Nuggets player. And I was like, yeah, Jokic. Yeah. But Mason I mean Jokic would be easy. Yeah. Like obviously you could get Jokic. Yeah. I mean we could try for Plumley, but he's very attractive. Again, Mason Plumley would come into Hedge Row and I'm tall. Like 5'11, 6 foot. I don't know, haven't been measured in a while. It's fine. I don't know how tall I am either. Tall. Is what I would say. And Mason Plumley would come in to this restaurant in Cherry Creek. And a lot of athletes lived in Cherry Creek because it's like being downtown, but it's like very high end. And he yeah. would come in probably once a week. And every time I would greet him at the door, I was just like, holy shit. He's like 6'9", 6'8", 6'9". Like and very pretty. tall and pretty so and pretty. very nice. And mm-hmm. always like would want to talk to like I would talk to him while I was behind the bar, even as a manager, just like have a conversation with him. He would come in with his agents, come in by himself. Half the time he'd bring in, which is like not good for the environment, but he would bring in like a plastic bag full of like mini Gatorades and propels and waters. Don't really understand that whole thing. But every- what's his favorite Gatorade? I, oh my god! <laughs> I didn't have the sense to ask. Every time I'd be like, "You staying hydrated there?" So I tried to work my way in there, but obviously did not succeed, you know. Yeah. I asked Garrett, I was like, do you think that Plumlee is jealous of Jokic? And he was like, no. I was like, are you sure? He's a really good six man. I have a friend that, <laughs> that works at the Pepsi Center, and she hasn't invited me to any games yet, but I, like, I put it in her ear pretty recently. I was like, hey, would love to go see a game soon. Hell yeah. She's the one I saw Backstreet Boys and Jonas Brothers because of her for free. Damn. Wait on them Harry Styles tickets. They're very last minute, though. It's like day of, like, I got tickets. It's very sketchy. Wait, you got tickets? Not to Harry Styles. Oh. Not yet. The tickets oh. already went on sale. I did not buy them yet. I'm. You're waiting for the free ones. I'm in warm water right now. You know, I'm like... Yeah. I haven't, I'm like in the, you know, in the middle zone. I haven't, I haven't committed, but I need to see him. I never know who's coming to town. You know, well, speaking of people coming to town and who's doing it for me, who is this is like, I don't even know if you know who this is. He's pretty big right now. He's about to go on a tour with Niall Horan, who was also a member of One Direction. Mm-hmm. Bless it. But his name's Louis Capaldi. He sings that song, Somebody You Loved, that's on the radio all the time. Do you know what I'm talking about? Sing it for me. <laughs> somebody to Somebody to need. Somebody to home. Uh. Okay, I'll play it for you. 
I need somebody to hear, somebody to know, somebody to have, somebody to hold. It's easy to say, but it's never the same. I guess I kind of like the Not only is his voice just like fucking incredible, he's he's Scottish, not a very attractive person. Like I wouldn't look at him. He's better looking than Ed Sheeran. Yeah. 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 Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Emphasis on the <laughs> yeah. He looks like yeah. a fucking fish. <laughs> His eyes go. I'm sorry. Anyway, he looks like a really ugly Bill Skarsgård. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how to keep talking about it. I could keep going on and on about it. <laughs> Great voice. Great singer. Great music. Love it. Louis Capaldi. <laughs> Has like his whole album is called what it's just like super sad. I was listening to it when I was we talked about my depression hole a couple weeks ago. I like played this and like didn't move from bed for hours and listened to this on repeat. Bless my soul. Uh, the album is called Divinely Uninspired to a Hellish Extent, you know, as one is. And he like kind of blew up in the past couple of months. And I watched this interview because they announced their tour together. And it's like an interview of them interacting with each other. And it's like literally the cutest fucking thing I've ever seen in my life. It's mm. like actual bros. One's Irish, one's Scottish, which is like my dream is to like marry a UK man, especially like an Irishman or something. Just just not Ed Sheeran. Not Ed Sheeran. He's British. <laughs> I'd rather not marry a Brit. <laughs> uh, this is killing me. This is getting very... Anyway, he's doing <laughs> it for me. Not the most attractive, but honestly would love to have a conversation with him. And after a few, a few pints... At the pub, we could definitely take me home. That's the new margarita system. After a few How pints. many pints? <laughs> Let me show you a picture. Let me show you a picture. And we'll do a quick margarita system. Oh, God. Yeah, not at all. Huh. I think I choose that cheer. <laughs> no way! <laughs> no way. I'm, you know, I'm here for heavy bags. Anyway, who's doing it for me is leading into my tweet of the week, which I missed last week, but it all ties together. If we don't talk about Paul Rudd or Nick Kroll at least once, then what's happening? Oh my so god. My favorite tweet. This tweet fucking killed me. It says, People are really calling me a slut for taking birth control. I take birth control because it regulates my periods. I DM Leonardo DiCaprio and Paul Rudd for a threesome every day because I'm a slut. Yes. <laughs> did, you, did you write that tweet? I wish. <laughs> I do know that Paul Rudd does not have social media, so obviously, like, I am already aware of, like, how incorrect that, te- that tweet is a little bit, but, you know. Oh, my God, are you going to show me a TikTok? Yes. It's I, a TikTok of Miley Cyrus and Cody Simpson. Since we're on the topic of pop stars. Yes. I think I'm like dating. Oh, they're that's, so hot. That's just has to be like a sex thing too, though. Like, oh, for they're sure. They're definitely gonna break up soon. There's that's like no way. This TikTok, I was just like, ooh, ow, yeah. hot. Yeah, I've seen them all over Twitter in the past couple weeks, and her and Miley's Instagram. Yeah, like she's like fresh off a breakup with Liam Hemsworth. Are also R.I.P. Liam and Miley. Like super was here for that. For a split second, I was like, R.I.P. The no, fuck? Liam Hemsworth. Because <laughs> Liam Hemsworth is the fucking babe. I don't think Cody Simpson's, like, that attractive, but him and Miley together is, like, really doing it for me. Oh, yeah, I've seen this. The TikTok is of them dancing. dancing. And it's hot. Yeah. They're doing it for us, for sure. Mm-hmm. Miley's always been kind of doing it, you know? Oh, yeah. I love her. I did have this idea where we could start doing a game called Hey Billy. Based on the Billy Madison scene where Norm MacDonald is like, hey, Billy, 
Meg Ryan or Jack Nicholson? <laughs> and then, <laughs> who would you rather do? Jack Nicholson. What does he say? Who would you rather bone? Yeah, but he says Jack Nicholson 1970 or Jack Nicholson today. Is that what he says? He's like, Jack Nicholson 1974 or now? And he's like, mm. And seriously contemplates it. And the correct answer is Jack Nicholson 1974. Yeah. We didn't talk about this last episode, but I had a picture of Jack Nicholson saved from when he was doing... Oh, the fucking... Me and thinking of movies today, it's just I can't do it. Is it called The Citizen? I can't. Uh, maybe. I just go back to One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest because I think that's who Norm oh MacDonald... Oh, my fucking God. Yeah, I think that's so who Norm MacDonald was referring to. Oh, it's called uh, Chinatown. China, uh, yeah, which is like a little bit later, probably 80s, but like... Come he on. He cute. He cute, though. He cute. Meg Ryan Bo, that's a tough one. Um, but let's play this game. Yeah. Do you have one for me? I mean, based on what we were talking about already, I mean, we were kind of doing it. It's like Ed Sheeran or new redheaded ugly Scottish singer. Louis Capaldi, <laughs> blonde, not redheaded. <laughs> Strawberry. <laughs> oh, okay. Liam Hemsworth or Cody Simpson? Liam Hemsworth. Yeah. That's just... Chris Hemsworth or Chris Evans? Chris Hemsworth. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Correct. You get a prize if you <laughs> agree with me. <laughs> uh, Danny DeVito or Larry David? Now you stumped me. This <laughs> one. What context are we talking here? Banging? Yeah, is it, is it who you'd rather... Who would you rather bone? Hey, Billy, who would you rather bone? Larry David. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'd rather marry Danny DeVito, though. Yeah. I feel like Danny DeVito would be a more generous lover, for sure, but... Yes. Mm-hmm. I think of... Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, I That's this, enough. We I, took it there. <laughs> I had this conversation with two coworkers last night, and somehow we got... We were, like, talking about high school parties, and then we got talking about, like... I, like... We were talking about sex, and then we were talking about, like, the unveiling of, like, the penis. Oh. Like... <laughs> <laughs> like, when... Like, they're talking about, like, yeah, girls have it easy because, like, you just show up. And they were like, well, as men, everything's different. Like, if we, like, it's a whole unveiling for you. You have to see this for the first time. I was like, it really is, like, nerve-wracking. I feel like I must be, or I was, far more of the aggressor in this situation because I feel like most of the time that I first yeah encountered a penis it was usually like a hand down the pants but that's different from seeing it that's different from seeing it for sure because i i agree seeing it like that is reserved for your intimate partner like stripping down and looking at each other is that's what i'm saying that's intimacy so the unveiling like like putting your hand over the pants and like obviously that's the first step the over the hand and like reaching in the pants that's different because it's like you're like normally in the middle of like making out or right. normally there's other things happening preoccupying your mind but like when the pants come down you you really have to pause and the first look <laughs> you get i feel like is always like in slow motion like it's just like yeah well you just you have to react appropriately if you want this hookup to continue right. this could be great big mouth material <laughs> um nick kroll take note but <laughs> anyway I don't know how we got to this point, I mean, but the unveiling of the penis is not only scary for the man, but for the woman as well. Anyway, but for real though, we wanted to talk a little bit about sex work, sex working, sex working, sex working, <laughs> working, but sexy. I think what 
Gaia, you were about to say before I cut you off was... Um, I don't have a very strong take on sex work. I yeah. think... I mean, I don't know how this opinion is going to be received, but I think it takes courage to do that. And I've always kind of, like, envied and admired people who could do that. Absolutely. Or, like, yeah. how... Obviously, sex is such a normal thing, as mm-hmm. we just talked about it then, even though it was so awkward just to get those small points across. Like, yeah. something so natural it, within having sex. I feel like there's so much confidence needed to have your work be about sex and not being attached to it. Yeah. Like, I think that's has to be such a hard profession to actually do. And mm-hmm. I think a lot of people... It's not normalized because a lot of people see it as... It's... Sex and intimacy are different. Yes. That's a very good way to put that. Well, what I'm saying is, like, sex and intimacy are not mutually exclusive. Mm-hmm. You can have both. Yeah. You can separate them. When people... Definition of yeah. mutually exclusive. Yeah. In case <laughs> but, uh... I just think so... that people who do this this work... My sister, the reason we're bringing this up is because my sister's a sex worker. Mm-hmm. She makes more than I do, more than a, probably a lot of from you people. From the comfort that, of her own home. Yeah, from the comfort of her own home, making content, not having to leave, and being able to support her son and her family, her little family that she has going on. Mm-hmm. So, I, which is just insane. Like, that's so awesome that she can do that, but also be so looked down upon from, like, other mothers who, mm-hmm. or, like, not even just other mothers, other people. It just seems really unfair yeah. I know it takes a lot of work to, like, go into this. For example, like, there's Pornhub, which a lot of people use, but it's free. And that content's mostly stolen, from what my sister said, mm-hmm. from what she, which is messed up. So, pay for your porn. This is kind of what I'm getting at at the same yeah. time. But also respect the work that's being put into it. There's actually this festival in Denver that happens once a year, and it's called the Amateur Porn Festival. And it almost went last year, but my friend Emmeline, who I mentioned earlier, who does the Give Me the Cat Puzzle, she went the past two years uh, with her now husband, and it's very... It's like a... It's an art festival. Mm -hmm. And it's basically all this amateur porn that's made that's only shown in the festival. Like, it's not released at all, so it's not stolen, you know? And it's, like, a huge work of art. So I'm glad it's, like, almost... It's, like, becoming normalized, but there's still such a stigma against sex workers out there. Yeah. Let people do what the fuck they want to do. And And don't judge them. They're not hurting anybody. Like, who... It's fine. Do you have... We don't have the right to judge people for doing what they want to do. And I know my sister has, like, this really, like, great community of, like, sex worker friends or, like, people that share the line of profession that she does that's just so supportive and... Yeah. Yeah, which is amazing. I mean, I remember remember stumbling into my mom's room when I was younger and, like, finding a whip and just being like, what the fuck Ooh. is this? And now as an adult, I'm like, oh, it's, it's just a whip, you know? It's just for a little fun. Yeah. <laughs> But I think it not being talked about made it more scandalous. Yeah, for sure. Which is still that. And again, like, <clears throat> I find sex hard to talk about, even though it's normal. So, I mean, we can talk about it right here together because we're really good friends and we're comfortable yeah. talking about it. But it's a very hard thing to talk about when it shouldn't be. Well, yeah. Like, when my coworkers tell me they're going to listen to my podcast, I'm like, ah, <laughs> maybe you shouldn't. <laughs> Um, but you know, I can't stop them. 
it's like a little embarrassing. Sometimes I like moving on from that serious note into sometimes like even yesterday because I've been posting about my podcast on Instagram. I've seen people I haven't seen in months. They're like, oh, I saw you're doing a podcast. I'm just like, what? <laughs> I'm like, how do you know that? What? No, not me. No. What are you talking I'm about? I'm just helping my friend with hers. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's like such, it's such a weird thing because it feels so normal to do it. And then yeah. you're like out in the open having to talk about it. And I'm like, mm, Well, we've been doing it forever. It. I mean, me more so than you putting our outrageous thoughts out onto the internet on like Twitter yeah. and stuff. <laughs> I feel like in a way this is kind of safer. Though. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It feels safer. It's like it lives in a really specific space. You have to like work a little bit harder to get to this content than like tweets on your feed. Yeah. Um, so maybe this will save me from putting some like <laughs> uh, controversial shit in writing. Yeah. But, <laughs> but maybe not. But maybe not. Okay, so now it's uh, what makes you happy. Yeah, what makes you happy, guys. And I kind of want to frame it as three things three things that you're grateful for. Oh, because Thanksgiving's tomorrow? Yeah, I guess I guess, so. I mean Monday. They just tell you to do that. And like therapy and stuff? Yeah. Yeah. And I was on my way over here, and I was like, I don't have anything like major to talk about. Like, I usually yeah. talk about big events that I'm excited about, because that's how I measure my happiness. <laughs> Yep. Uh-huh. <laughs> As all people do. <laughs> right. But I don't have anything like big going on except the holidays. So I'm like, let's let's make it small. What are three things that you're grateful for? Uh, I am grateful for, obviously, my friends. Let's just get super basic here. Obviously, yeah. my friends, like, I don't know what I would do without, like, you or Maddie or, like, a large group of my friends. Mm-hmm. You guys are just the one that are easily accessible and here all the time. Yeah. <laughs> but I have like a whole network of people. Yeah. I'm very thankful for my little baby kitties, even though they're dicks and they're like the worst. Um, they're fine. They're fine, but they're very cute. There's one. I was going to say, they're nowhere to be seen. That usually means trouble. Will no, that usually means okay. If they're seen, they're, they're causing the trouble. <laughs> and yeah, very grateful for my cats. And I'm very grateful for like the new relationship I'm building with my parents. I went through like this whole... I got so excited for a second. I was like, relationship? Oh, but... no. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. With your parents. That's nice, too. Yeah, yeah, A new relationship that I'm building with my parents, just based off of, like, more honesty and talking about our past and getting over things that are no longer part of... Like, are out of our control now. And things that just mm-hmm. have to be forgiven, but not forgotten. What are you yeah. grateful for? Um, I'm grateful for the mobility of my limbs. Seriously. Like that's, that's having all ten fingers, all ten toes, all my joints function. Yeah. I've seen a lot of blind people recently, actually. <sighs> yeah, that's like, also... A lot of blind people, and it's like, is some... Is, what's happening? Hopefully there's not a sign coming. Just reminding seriously. you to be grateful for your... Absolutely. ...ability to see. Yeah. The full ability of my body I'm mm-hmm. grateful for. I'm grateful that you're hosting Friendsgiving. Yes. Because my family is always in such conflict that it's really nice to have your, like, chosen family. Absolutely. Be pretty solid. Yeah. I Um, feel like the same exact way. Yeah, because it's like, I mean, your mom's coming into town. You can, I don't want to say you can, like, rely on her because you don't need to rely on her anymore. Yeah. But it's like, it's nice that she's there for you and wants to be. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, it's like, 
You need other support. You have one more thing you need to be grateful for. Oh, shit. Um, I don't know. I'm pretty proud of myself for the last year at work because I've been yeah. really, like... Didn't you just get promoted? Uh, kind I'm of? like... I'm in a really weird place where I'm... Um, I'm doing the work of my boss who left, but I haven't been officially promoted right now. So it's taking a lot of humility on my part, yeah. just continuing to work hard and um, trying to distract myself with the holidays. I feel like I said that last week. But we're also distracting ourselves with this whole Nick Kroll contest. It's not a podcast if we don't mention Nick Kroll. Yeah. Well, it's the Omaze thing. So it's the Omaze, which is like what a bunch of celebrities do. It's where, which is a, that's an amazing idea. Whoever Omaze is or what they're from. That's a really good idea. Well, the cause that if you were to nominate me or McKinley or yourself, I guess you have the freedom to do so. But if you really want to hear us on Big Mouth. Donate money to the door through Omaze. The door is not a mentorship program, but it's like a community support program. It's an outreach program. Yeah. For youth. For youth of, um, I don't know, different walks of life. Mm -hmm. People who need out-of-school attention. Um, But maybe couldn't afford it. Because who can afford after-school care? It's absolutely ridiculous. Or before-school care. Yeah, I mean, now it's to the point where, like, charter schools are taking over and people have to pay for, like, basic education. Mm -hmm. Anyway, great cause. Great show. Great. Let's get Nick Kroll on this podcast. And this is the only way. I'm going to, like, if we, if this, like, small chance happens and we happen to do this, obviously get to bring guests, like, we'll... We'll bring each other. Yeah. And we'll... Like, I'm just gonna, like, bring my our podcasting stuff and just be like, if you have, like, five minutes of extra time, just please... Fuck, he could phone call in for all I care. Just be like, hey, when we get back home, we're gonna call you and it's gonna be recorded. I think getting a number is, is reaching... is high reaching. I think her best... That's my style, baby. <laughs> Like, Nick Kroll, give me them digits. Uh, even though him and I both have really amazing partners, but, you know. Listen, nothing's forever. There's exceptions. <laughs> Hall passes. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I just darted off into daydream land. Anyway, we love Nick Kroll. And this has been For the Birds. <laughs> Cats at work. Yeah, cats at work, (laughs) a.k.a. cats at work. All right, thank you for listening.